Hey, welcome to Trivia on a Shtick, hosted by Jacob Franz, Nathan Hikes, and Philip Hobecker. In this podcast, you're competing against us. Every episode, one of the hosts will ask questions to the other two. You keep track of the score. If you answer the question before us, give yourself a point. But if we answer before you, give us the point. In the end, we'll tell you the score we got as if we weren't playing anybody. And you'll have to tell us the score we actually got. Good luck. Design. That is our category. It's graphic design. Question number one. The unmistakable Nike swoosh logo is among the most valuable and recognizable logos in the world. It was designed in 1971 and inspired by the Greek goddess of what? Guys, guys, you won't even believe this. I just almost finished a book called Dog, um, and it's Phil Knight's memoir. So I think I've got this. Okay. Uh, I also have it, Philip, because I actually did finish it. I didn't just almost finish it, but... I was I was reading the book right before like right before the uh, the pod right before we started recording. So we've got so Phil, it. I I'm gonna say victory, but I'll let you say final. Jacob, do you know Jacob? Jacob, you weren't you just in Greece? Uh, that was Egypt. So yeah, same right thing, right? The, right across the <laughs> from yeah. Don't they across both the have pond. a But um, I did actually. Have a Thebes? They both have Thebes, right? Yeah, I think so. They did. Um, I mean, the, the, is he asking what the goddess was the god of, or what yeah, was the... yeah, Nike was the goddess of victory. Well, that's what it means. Yeah, yeah. That that I... is the question, Jacob. Okay, so, it... I agree with right, final so answer there. Yeah, and final I answer. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> you are correct. It is. Nike, goddess of victory. Uh, The ingenious swoosh logo was shaped as the wing of the goddess. All right, one point. Question number two. In terms of graphic design, what do the letters C-M-Y-K stand for? Okay, I'm writing those letters out because I see have no idea Okay. Ooh. No, it, the like, colors like cyan, magenta, yellow. I think it's like kid know. marketing, YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. Kangaroo. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I think maybe Peter's guess is maybe more accurate than mine. I could, I'm not sure. Yankee well, what's Hotel Foxtrot. K is for potassium. <laughs> <laughs> So cyan, magenta, yellow, potassium. That K does stand for potassium. I do remember an episode where the all of the elements that were given spelled out shtick. So oh, um, yeah. But in this case, I don't think that the I don't think it's potassium. Okay. Um, uh, okay. So actually, hold on, Nathan, read the question again because we're so far under our jokes that I don't even remember what this question is. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tough one in terms of graphic design. What do the letters C M Y K stand for? Graphic design can make you 
crazy. Crazy with a K. Um, <laughs> I'm going to guess you guys should follow Peter's uh, path on this one. Okay. Okay. Cyan, magenta, yellow, colors. Spells no, I don't think I don't think it's colors. I I I actually think that it's is what I think that it is. What color? Oh, I, I you cut out on the key word there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the exact one we needed to hear. <laughs> this, K, all I you need to is... do is and you'll be saved. <laughs> <laughs> key K E Y. Oh, oh, key. So cyan, the... magenta, yellow key. You locally is that a color? Right. Wait, is that a color key? No, like it's using like because to create the colors like th- that are dyed based, you use those three to create all the other colors. Oh, so you have cyan... so much cyan, so much magenta, so much yellow. And what, like what color you know, is cyan? Learned... Well, like in so like in our class in elementary school, when you, you learn the color wheels, like a you know the primary colors of red, it's actually not red; it's cyan and magenta is blue well what we would call blue well right yes i probably did but you well anyway okay oh wait which color is yellow i'm confused i think yellow is the k so what you're saying is mrs spalvi lied to us (laughs) but okay yes guys do you know that like on every zipper it says k could that be something with the yk just want to throw awesome. that out there. Why? Why two? Awesome. Do you know that there's like nine more questions? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do the thing with the key at the end. Uh, you you are a hundred percent correct, Peter. Cyan, magenta, yellow, and key. Uh, key is the um, definitive or the key plate, which gives you the actual contrast in the colors. So, what is the representative color? So, if you're buying ink. For a printer, it would be black. Anybody? Black. Yes, that is correct. But yes, Peter, you're absolutely correct. The K stands for key. All right. Nice. Question number three. What is the main difference between a raster and a vector image? Oh, I think I know. Well, shout it out because I... we spent a lot of time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I... I think uh, Vector has no background. Um, Peter, any? I will, I will shout out final answer faster than you can shout out final answer. I mean, I, my, my two things with Vector are from a physics perspective, which a vector quantity has both magnitude and direction, and Vector is the bad guy in Despicable Me. So I don't know, I don't know what Vector means in graphic design, so I am 100% on board yeah. with Peter. I, I, I think they should explore your answers a little bit further. <laughs> ah. Okay. The, the, the first one, not go. the second one. <laughs> All right. Minion is, well, does it have anything to do with minions? Go. <laughs> so, so apparently not. Cause that was the second one. So. Do, uh, so you got anything? Both direction and magnitude, but I don't know how that relates to graphic design world. Well, I mean, I will say that I don't, I don't either, but when you have a graphic design, it needs to be like the kind that you can zoom in as far as you want and it still stays sharp. Um, but I do know that people, whether they're correct or not, they call 
images that have no background, they call them vectors. Mm-hmm. That might just be like a misnomer, but all right, I'm I'm giving you guys a half on this one. You're you're almost there. So you're right. You got it with the uh, the scalability thing. So a vector image is a image based on paths. So you actually draw it out and you have pre-programmed paths for the image to follow. A raster image is a like a JPEG where you have just dots that represent the image. So as you expand them or blow them up, you end up with a pixelated graphic. Whereas a vector, if you scale it up, it's just following the path. So then you still have a smooth image or logo when you're done. So that is the main difference. I'm going to give you guys a half a point for that one. Um, I would argue for three quarters. Yes. Three quarters? Uh, I'll I give would argue you one. That was not a softball. One no, third. Yeah, no all right. <laughs> oh, they're, they're all easier from here on, I promise. All right. Uh, that was probably the most challenging. Okay. Um, number, okay. number four. In what year did the graphic artist Milton Glaser create the iconic I Love New York logo or I Heart New York? I heart oh, and I'm going 74. Oh my, really? Well, I don't know. No. I thought it was like I thought it was like right around the year 2000. For real? But I I thought it was like uh, maybe I just never like saw it or heard of it till then. Oh, I yeah. Jacob, when was the first time you went to New York? When I was a kid about so like Early nineties. Okay. That's gotta mean it was earlier than two thousand. <laughs> it's gotta be seventy four. I mean not seventy four, but I think it's a seven okay, it looks like a seventies yeah. logo. Think about like Forrest Gump with that, you know. I don't know. Peter. Uh thank that's good. That's a good point. Peter, I disagree wholeheartedly <laughs> with what you just said. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I thought he made some strong arguments there. Um, the whole thing about like, you know, graphic design and the fact that the image is actually a vector image. He was really, he was here, right? Peter, are you still here? Are you messing Uh with us? Oh, shoot. We really lost him. (laughs) (laughs) Says he's connected. I don't know. Peter, Um, if you're there, leave and come back. Yeah. But meanwhile, Philip, sure, go ahead. Say an answer. Say nineteen eighty or something. Let's go. I'm saying nineteen seventy four. If you want to say nineteen eighty, you can uh, say. Okay. No, I don't care. I have no idea. Okay, nineteen seventy four. I I'm gonna give it to you. You're close enough. It's uh, it's seventy six. The image was created and introduced to the public in seventy seven. So I'll, nice. I'll give that to you. wheelhouse. All right. Um, Peter, you back? Wanna... He is not. No. Okay. He's totally gone. Totally Should we gone. wait? Yeah, I am. I am. All right. Okay, well, you only missed one question. We got it right. So, And we had no fun at your expense, I promise. <laughs> so, so enlighten me. When was the I Heart NY? It was 2001. Night. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> 1976. I, I, you could argue for 77, but 76 it was created. You gave us the point. I did. With the 1974 guess, I gave it to you. That's close enough. 
So, all right, all right. are we ready to keep Fantastic. going? I, th- yes. I actually thought we lost Peter again. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> all right, question number five. What is the term for letter spacing in graphic design? Oh, I got this one. I know it. Oh, that's good. Did you shout it out? Yes. Shout it out. Kerning. For the audience, quick. Kerning. Is that your final? Final answer. That is correct. Kerning. Yeah. All right. You, you guys go to XKCD ever? Uh, yes, actually. Have you seen the Have you seen the the comic, the Bad Kerning comic? Um, probably have, but it's, I don't recall. It's it. where they have like the spacing and letters is messed up, and they're like, once you know what kerning is, and you know what bad kerning is, you can never unsee it. And that's true. Like when I see bad kerning now, I'm like, what the heck? Why? It's so true. Yep. Why do they? Yeah. It's super All annoying. Right. Go ahead. Fi- final question for graphic design, and then we're going to move on to another category. Question number six in 2007. The Museum of Modern Art dedicated an exhibit to this font in celebration of its 50th anniversary. Um, Sorry. It I mean, a thing to this what? Font. 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 So a font that has been around since like 1957. So in 2007, the Museum of Modern Art dedicated an exhibit to this font in celebration of its 50th anniversary. So probably wingdings. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my first guess too. But oh, oh, curls with a Z. <laughs> uh, what about Comic Sans? Not a joke. I assumed it would be Times New Roman. But... I would also have guessed Times New Roman like because it would be like what a lot of typewriters would have looked like. Oh, well, if that's the case, then but can you say about 50 years. Man, I would have guessed that Times New Roman was older than 50. You, you assumed it went back to Roman era? I, well, that was <laughs> at least a was, thousand or two years. That was Times Old Roman. Yeah. So I was going to say, that was the Old Roman. That's... Uh, I don't know. I just, you're saying Comic Sans? I that... don't know. Comic Sans is probably an 80s font. Yeah, let's go Times New Roman. Sure, let's do it. Okay. I mean, you both said, you both said it independently, right? We have good reason for saying it. Yeah, we, we know our fonts very well. <laughs> That's one of the only fonts I could actually name. So, so it has to be Garamond, Arial, Courier. Come on, guys, you're better than that. All right. All right. Need a final answer. Times New Roman. Final answer. So, Comic Sans was released in October of 1994 from the Microsoft Corporation. Wow. That was a close one. That was close. Times New Roman (laughs) was released in 1932. Oh, no. The font I was looking for was Helvetica. 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 Oh, what a great font that is, too. All right. Well, so, about, you know, 32 was in the wheelhouse for it. It was <laughs> in it, but it didn't answer the question. So I'm not going to give you any points for it. One, two, three, four and a half for the first section. All right. Second section general trivia. 
Name four countries that Canada, the United States. Wait, finish the question. (laughs) (laughs) That end in the letter L, as in Canada, United States. And then the letter um, L. Hmm. Okay. Four countries. Let's just, uh, I, you know, we can... four countries that end in L. Yeah, that's it. Peru, um, Mexico, Argentina, Chile. Oh, that's an E. Um, Portugal. Yeah. Portugal. There's one. We got one. Ding. Portugal. Um, so, Oslo, Norway. Denmark. How much time do we have on this one? I think each of us should pick a continent and go through all the countries we can think of in our mind. I got Asia. Okay. Well, okay. Our, there's so there's so Peter, we already have Portugal. <laughs> all right. I was going to say it doesn't really sound like it does, but Israel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It does have it. That's it doesn't you. Ding ding. Oh, so That's in Asia. Oh. That was mine. <laughs> stay in your, uh, I think stay in your lane, you, Peter. You, you still have one left in your continent. Jacob. There's one more in Asia, right? Uh, the uh, Himalayas in of Nepal. Nepal. That's three. I need one more. Mongol. It's not in Asia. Mongol. No, it's not in Asia. He gave us a clue yeah. accidentally. I, I'm guessing it's going to be not in North America. That is also correct. <laughs> I, I'm going to also say not Central America. That is also correct. I'm going to okay. say it's in Africa. There is one in Africa. Okay, come on, Philip. You you're a you okay. know this. Um, I do. Uh, Uganda, uh, um, Ethiopia, Eritrea. <laughs> I I'm just going through the list. It's going to take me forever to like go through the 57 countries. Like I'm, you know, to go across. Oh, I got it. 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 You're a science teacher. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because you, while you were listening, then I, I could just go faster. I just like to point <laughs> out that I'm not, I'm not a geography teacher. I work in the crumb rubber business. So go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. What do you got, Peter? Senegal. Senegal. All right, nice. And if you were thinking hard, Brazil would have been a fifth, but I will give you a four out of four points. Question number two for general trivia. What number do you get if you add up all the numbers on a roulette wheel? Um, Whoa, well, let's see. Good? There's six chambers, right? So a one. I'm thinking Russian roulette. It's probably not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> How high does it go? I don't even know. I don't. It's gonna know. be like. It's gonna be like five hundred or something. Or, or well, how many spaces do you think there are? I think there's like fifty spaces. Maybe more. Uh, I don't even know, guys. Um, I just say, you know what? If the audience shouts out a say number. Five. <laughs> let's, let's shout out let's, a number for this one. Let's say somewhere around 500 or like 256 or something. So, all right. So I will give you a small hint for half a point if you would like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the number is over 500 and it has a, uh, there's a great significance associated with this number. Huh. Is it 666? 
Ooh, that's, there is significance associated with that number, and it is above 500. Let's can do we think it. Of, can we think of any number that's more significant than 666? 1066. A, a Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go right. 666. That sounds great. That sounds like a fine answer to me. Peter, you agree? I'm on board with that. All right, final answer. That is correct for half a point, 666. I think the highest number on a roulette wheel is... 36 i think huh. all right question well, number three i'm never playing roulette that's all i'm saying because it does not sound like a good number yeah, of significance but i'm just saying like you have a, a 665 percent chance of living so <laughs> that's russian roulette <laughs> the, the, the math checks out all right <laughs> question number three how many grooves can be found on a standard 12 inch vinyl LP record. Hmm. Oh, probably a lot. Six hundred sixty. That's why rock and roll. It's a rock and roll record. So. Well, the little ones are forty-five. So this has got to be a thirty-three. So probably thirty-three. Right. Uh, your your guess. Maybe if it's, a, if it's a guess is as good as Peter's, which. Uh, or maybe, maybe I'm not. thinking of the speed. Maybe I'm thinking of the speed of the record. Peter? Uh, uh, so we're guessing how many grooves are on a LP? Correct. And you have to be correct on this answer. How groovy is it is the question. How groovy is the record? I guess uh, it depends that, on the record. That is very true. All right. So what? It's got to uh, be like, oh, man. So I know that an LP is a 45, and that means that it plays at 0.45 meters per second. No, I think that I know. An, L, but, an LP is the big record. That's at 33 speed. 45 score are the small ones. But I thought that a B-side was the song on the other side of the album. I guess I'm helping this. Philip, so far you've been the most help, I think. Oh, thank you. Right. You're welcome. What would you say, Philip? Wait a minute. Is this a trick question like there's only one groove and it's just in a spiral? Hey, it's what? the Shrimp Shack. It's the Shrimp Shack Shooters. What is it called? <laughs> All right, gentlemen, I'm, I'm going to need advance, an, an answer here. Eventually. I bet it's a trick question. I bet it's just one groove. And it's just in the oh, shape one, of a spiral. No, you're right. It's one long groove. That's yeah, it. Yeah. It is. Let's do it. One. Final answer. I heard final answer. That is incorrect. I said, Philip, you were the most helpful. There's a B side on the back, so there's two groups. One on the top oh, and one on the bottom. Geez. Oh my word. No, okay, All we right. got half of it. We got literally half of the record. <laughs> so for for a, a chance at redemption here, and this one you can ballpark, approximately how long would one of those grooves be? Ooh. I bet it could go around the world six times. <laughs> <laughs> it's longer than your blood cells lined up. <clears throat> yeah, I, we don't know. Four miles. No, it's <laughs> not it's that like, long. Can't it's, be like that long. Tw- it's like 50 feet. 75 feet. I would say more than that. I'd say three. What do you got, Peter? <laughs> 12 miles. Uh, I would 
If I'm going to ballpark it, I would say a thousand feet. Uh, I, I'm going to give you guys one point for this because uh, you're all close enough. Uh, it was <laughs> fifteen hundred feet is the answer, approximately yeah, fifteen hundred feet we, on each 12, side. To Twelve miles. <laughs> we had we had three feet to like six times around the world. So that is correct. <laughs> we were in the, in the we definitely we had it in, covered. Yeah, we were in between. It was ballpark in the sense that we were in the middle of our two guesses. <laughs> All right, question number four. Name the three countries that have both a Mediterranean and an Atlantic coast. Ooh, um, I got it. Okay. Just saying them. I think Spain. Spain. Correct. France. Correct. And... Is Gibraltar a country? I think it is, yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, what, maybe it's... What's, what's on the north coast of Africa there? What country is that? Oh, it could be Tunisia. No, no, does, no, no, no. Does that's, Tunisia jut out? No, no, it does. That's that's over by Italy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like Morocco or like Sierra Leone yeah, something up there. Uh, Morocco. I think we're thinking of Morocco. Western Sahara's up there. Western Sahara, Morocco, Algeria, maybe juts out a little bit at the top. Oh man, I don't know. But in Axis and Allies, Gibraltar is its own country, and it's it borders both. Just saying. Would you uh, like to go with your Axis and Allies answer? Yes. Gibraltar is part of Spain. Spain. Oh, then we went with Morocco. With our final <laughs> I'll give it to you. Morocco <laughs> is the third one for three points. All right. Final question for the night. The three highest income counties in the United States are in the suburbs of what city? Uh, I've got my guess. Uh, is, is one of them Silicon Valley? So these three highest income counties all surround one city. What is that city? Is it Los Angeles? It, my guess, that was my guess initially, but then I started thinking, what if it's San Francisco? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Google is close to San Fran. Yeah. The, yeah. Silicon Valley makes a yeah. lot of money worldwide. And so does Hollywood. But Yeah, but Hollywood's LA, right? Yeah. Yes, Hollywood's LA. So, I guess I'm like, guessing, I think we should go with California is the state that they're in. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess you got to think like which industry is making more money, the computer industry or the movie industry. Well, yeah, I'm is so is Mountain View like okay, so Google's in Mountain View and and Twitter and Facebook are are they each in their own county because if if they well, if Facebook's in its own county and Google's in its own county and like Twitter's in its own county, you know what I well, mean? Well, don't you think that like Pied Piper would be in that county too? <laughs> yeah, I, I so I'm saying let's go with San Francisco. Yeah, because even Pied Ho- Piper <laughs> Pied Piper made a lot of money. Because even Hollywood uses their products to make their movies. Yeah. And like I've paid more money for computers than I have for movies in my lifetime. Same. Probably. Peter, your final answer? San Fran. Yeah, I would, I would go with San Fran. San Fran. 
Wait, is San that Francisco is... the county? No, it's the city. Oh, okay, that's okay. I yeah, think I'm it's sure. I think it's the city. That's what we were asking. You were asking the city, right? So I am so, asking the city. Yes. Okay, so San nine, Francisco. So 1849. Yes. Final answer. <laughs> <laughs> San Francisco is incorrect. Oh, son of a gun! For half a point, would you like me to tell you the the three counties? Yeah. If you say Orange County, Loudon, Howard, and Fairfax. What is it, Boston? I don't know. New York City. Mm. What? Yeah. Maybe there's like a Exxon Mobil something in Texas. Northumberland County, Pennsylvania. Um, so let's go Harrisburg, maybe. Or all right, three um, seconds. New York. Let's go New York. They don't sound like California that, County. It's got to be like an oil. No, man. Fairfax. That makes me think of like Virginia, but I don't. Yeah, I have, I have no idea. So I got right. That was not helpful to me. Those clues. So let's Just say New say York. New let's York. say New York. New York. Uh, Washington D.C. And yes, Fairfax County is in Virginia. Oh. Wow. So you are incorrect on that, but you have a whopping eight points. For that round, bringing you to a total of 12 and a half points out of a possible 17. Wait a minute. I thought we got half a point on number two of the second round. Yeah, you me did. too. So, right. oh, I'm sorry. Eight and a half. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Which brings so your total to, to 19. To nine out nine. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, audience, what I'm saying is whatever score you got, we had one more point. You, you got a point. You got a 76% tonight, gentlemen, which I think in high school was passing. It was. Yeah. Far yep. from the 100% you guys got when I was asking. So hold well, on. I I, I did not for the record, way. Peter, if they would have listened to you on half of these, they would have <laughs> much better. <laughs> Yeah, well, the audience didn't listen to him either, and the audience we know are full of cheaters. So, yeah. Either way, if they say they won this round, they're just lying. They're lying it's, to themselves. It's the, it's the honor system, audience. Man, yeah. you, this is the thing. If we, you write in and say we beat you, you have to truly believe that in your heart. Yeah, we. Regardless of what your score was, you have to really think I beat them. We say this every week, and still our and Twitter feed is just full of these cheaters. People saying we beat you, we beat you, we beat you. By the way, our first winner is getting their um, prize very soon. Very soon. <laughs> very, very soon. So if you're out there with Kate, um, our first winner. Don't worry, it's coming. We really did. I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter we had another person claim to have beat us. <gasps> no, I didn't see that. Yeah, we did. Liz said said she, uh, by some, her by her so, calculations she won. So some random listener named Liz. <laughs> well, random listener. Well, well, good job, Elizabeth. Liz, she uh, goes by Liz apparently. Well, maybe she just put that because it was too long to type the whole thing. <laughs> so, but I. Like the, there's a supply crisis right now, which is why the poster has taken so long. Oh yeah, yeah, those <laughs> ships, those shipping workers. But listen, everyone, I have to say, next week, tune in because the questions are going to be 
a choose your own adventure trivia question. For real? Thing. Yes. Oh, that's it, exciting. It, it is. Yes. So based on the questions that you answer will determine what your next question will be. So it's going to be very exciting. Um, so really... will the audience get to choose their own adventure? Yes. So they have to, if they <laughs> answer differently, they have to come up with their own question. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Um, but they have to they have to tweet in real time as we're asking it. So that's not that does not sound difficult at all while you're driving. No, not at but. all. You've been listening to Trivia on a Shtick. If you beat us, tweet us and let us know, or email us at triviaonashtick at gmail.com. If you liked this podcast, please rate us and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. The intro and outro music were both done by Cameron Bradley. The intro was Up and Over from his album Walls. The outro, what you're listening to under my voice right here, is When I'm Gone from Distant Conversations. Look them up. Your hosts are Jacob France, Nathan Hikes, and Philip Hobbecker, and this podcast was published using Anchor. Thanks for listening.